Hello, and welcome to Single Parent in the City with your host, Charlene. Hey, 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 and welcome to episode eight of Single Parent in the City with your girl, Charlene. How are you doing? I hope you are having a great week. I know that November is still handing me a interesting beatdown, but I am so open to it because I am preparing for 2020 and honey, I am ready to be fabulous next year. Um, shit, I'm ready to be fabulous tomorrow, today, actually, probably, you know, like I just feel like these tests that are happening and just the situations that are arising are allowing me to really see myself and understand what I like and what I don't like. Um, what serves me and what doesn't. And I am like, all right with this. I'm like, yes, girl. Yes. Keep on passing these tests. Keep on doing great. You're doing a great job. Um, and yeah, so I'm really proud of myself. Uh, and I feel like if you are also experiencing a lot of tests, this is good for you. I would, if I were you get a journal and start writing what you're experiencing so that when it presents itself again, you can pass the test and never have to go through it again if it's something that doesn't serve you. And if it is something that does serve you and you pass the, you get to see that you really enjoy it, you've written it down so you know you can recreate it again. Um, I am a firm believer that you can create the life that you want. And in doing so, you have to know what it is that you want. Um, So you have to have experiences. You have to actually get out of your house if you are like me and you stay in the house most of the time. Um, You have to actually get out of your house and you have to actually do things that cause you to experience life. So I want to talk about that today because I want to talk about missed opportunities in dating. Um, I have realized that I have become a complete hermit in this place of dating. I am very much like, you know, you stand on your side, I stand on my side. I talked about this in the last dating episode that I did. Um, but I don't want to be like that anymore. I want to experience love in a beautiful, beautiful way. Um, and I believe that it's possible for you to experience love in a beautiful way. So I am all about it and I want to do it. And it is so funny because Um, I feel like God is actually giving me the opportunity to, you know, get into a space where I can start experiencing men again in a good way, in a healthy way. Not the way that I explained it to you last time, but in a healthy way where you're like getting to know the person, talking to the person, building relationships. Um, I, for a very long time, like I told you before in a previous episode, I dated like a man. Um, I was very like just aggressive, like, yo, what up? How you doing? Um, I think you're interesting, you know, let's go out. Now, learning from one of my dear friends, I'm learning to like kind of kick back and let the person approach me, um, let him talk, I talk, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I say blah, 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 because it's like the most uncomfortable thing for me. But I am open to it because I think that my masculine way of approaching dating has, number one, now no longer serves me. 
um, anytime I approach a situation like that, it's like I really end up getting the side that I don't want to see of the guy. Um, and I show up just like how I've been showing up prior to making this switch, which is like really being like, okay, well, fuck it. I really am, you know, I, you're good enough or you're, you're good. Let's just do what we need to do. I'm really just trying to get laid. Like, I don't want to think like that anymore. So I am trying something new. And so, yeah. So that leads me into what we're talking about today, which is missed opportunities. And I wanted to tell you the backstory to this missed opportunity. Um, so I met this guy at a coffee shop. And first off, before I even get back into the story, let me tell you that I am naturally, I create all kinds of stories in my head. And meeting someone at a coffee shop is one of my top things. So I'm just like, oh, this is so cute. But so I met this guy at this coffee shop. Okay, back to the story. Sorry. Um, I met this guy at a coffee shop and he, you know, he was cute. He was nice. Um, we seemed very familiar to one another, but we couldn't place really where we knew each other from or if we saw if we'd seen each other before but you know like as I believe God would have it it made for great conversation so as we were trying to figure it out we were having just really good conversation I was laughing you know but I wasn't my typical self I was like this self that was like very free very like haha very like put together and that's usually not like me usually I'm like kind of like yeah blah 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 I make stupid jokes whatever whatever but for some reason with him I really didn't want to make stupid jokes I kind of wanted to like you know just be cute and cool so that was interesting to me um we ended up talking for quite a while and then he had to leave but he like gave me a way to keep up with him and which was good because I would have never remembered who he was, but the way he said it, it ended up staying in my mind. And I told my homegirls about the the situation and how we met. And they were like, oh my God, are you gonna try to get in contact with him? And I was like, nah, like it was good. Like there was just great conversation. I chalk it up to that, um, which was really me just allowing myself to miss this opportunity. Um and they both were like, no, don't miss this opportunity. You should like definitely talk to him. He told you how to keep up with him. Like he didn't want to, maybe he was scared to ask you for your number or blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't want to just have to keep on going to guys, blah, blah. You know, and it's true. I didn't. I felt like if you want the number, you ask for the number. Like, don't be scary. And they were like, no, you should have asked then, blah, blah, blah. You should have insinuated. I was like, I'm not asking. I'm not insinuating for guys anymore. Um, I hope you guys are keeping up with this story because I'm kind of like blah, blah, blah. But um, So long story short, I ended up reaching out to him. And I gave him my phone number and we started texting one another. And this, y'all, it's like le legit friendship. It's not like, oh, this is this love story later. It's like literally... We are just friends. Um, and I say friends because I told him we're going to be friends, which was very masculine me of me, I know. But I felt like, you know, this was an opportunity where if he is kind of moving kind of slow, I would just like to set down the groundwork like, hey, I want to be friends. I think this is cool. Blah, blah, blah. 
And so we text back and forth and we laugh and joke and it's really quick text, but it's like nice, right? It's like my first, it's like my first dip in the pool of men, like just being friends or just getting to a situation where I'm even like really talking to them. And it's not in the, by the way of one of my friends, like I'm talking to this person because one of my friends is talking to him or I'm talking to this person because I'm trying to be the wingman for one of my friends, you know, like it's just legit. Like you met somebody, they're interesting. You two kind of connected. And so you've taken it to this next, you know, you've taken it to friendship. Um, And I really like it. I really think it's so cute. It's fun. It's nice. It's really light. And I can appreciate it. Um, So my, like, I think it's so interesting because my cousins asked me about him and I was like, oh yeah, I haven't really talked to him in a while, but you know, I'm, I'll probably check in on him. Well, the next day he texted me and he was like, oh, I'm headed to the coffee shop and thought about you. And I was like, oh, that's so nice. And mind you, I, you know, text always makes you cooler than you really are. Because I'm over here smiling and giggling. But (laughs) my text is like, oh, that's so interesting. Because I'm going, yeah, I'm headed to the coffee shop as well. And I was really excited because I was like, oh, I'm going to get to see him. But he was like, oh, I'm going to this other coffee shop. And I was like, oh, well, okay. And I was not going to insert myself and be like, oh, well, you know, um, I can come meet you or blah, blah, blah. I just kind of was like, okay, well, that's good for you. Um, You know, maybe we'll see each other next time. And first missed opportunity, I guess I could have stepped in and said like, oh, well, maybe I'll try this coffee shop too since you're going to be there, blah, blah, blah. But I also felt like uh, if he wanted me to come, he would have asked. And you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah, I just feel like for a change, I want somebody, I want the guy to tell me what he wants and ask me if he wants me to come or, you know, just stuff like that. I'm, I don't want to have to tell you what to do or invite myself. I want you to invite me. So I was like, cool. I was like, cool. Well, see you. Next time we can definitely, you know, maybe next time we'll meet up or whatever. And he ended up saying, no, well, you know, I can come meet you later. And I was like, all right, cool. Well, I'll see you there if you're coming, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to lie. I was excited because I was like, oh, I haven't seen him in a while. This is something different. Um, This should be really cool. Um, And plus he is so cute, so, or so handsome. So I was like, yeah, and I'm going to get to look at a dude that's actually handsome for a change. Thank you. So it was really exciting. Um, And so I did go to the coffee shop and I worked and I had a really productive day. Then, (laughs) but as the time started winding down, I didn't hear from him. And I knew that I had to go meet my son at the bus stop and I didn't want my son to think that I wasn't home and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, immediately I was like, okay, I got to go. Well, let me just be honest with you. I live like 10 minutes, 11 minutes from this coffee shop. Um, So the the fact that I was even rushing home is interesting. But, you know, like I think that for me, especially like when I get focused on something, I'm focused on it. So in my mind, I'm like, I got to go. I got to go. Also... Like, I think that there was a part of me that kind of felt like, uh, rejected. Like, oh, well, you know, he felt like he had other things that he had to do or 
Maybe he got busy. Like you start to rationalize with yourself of why the person couldn't make it. And then you start to also think like, well, maybe you, it's like, he doesn't like you or, you know, like there's 50 million things. And then on top of that, I was like, men ain't shit. They ain't never been shit. Why do I even bother? But we all men aren't shit. And he definitely is a good guy. Um, so it was so interesting in those two things. And then after that happened and I was like, eh, I like started packing up my stuff. I was walking out the door about to text him. And when I looked up to walk straight, he was right there in my face. Like, Hey, and I was like, Hey, I am about to leave. I got to go meet my son, but I'm so glad that I'm sorry that you came and I was just about to text you and, you know, it was so good to see you and I was like out. Mind you, I think that part of my out was the fact that I was kind of like in my feelings about this, but then also focused about meeting my son and because of those two combinations, I was like, in and out. Like, all right, well, I'm sorry. I got to go. Got to go. And also, and I think also when I saw him, I got like a little excited. And the feeling was like one of those feelings, again, like I told you like the first time where it was kind of like just this flow. And that is a very, it's like a weird feeling for me. And since it was so weird, I became extremely awkward. And when I get awkward. I am literally like my body is like telling me, get the fuck out of here. So <laughs> I was like, OK, well, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, you know, like there were things that happened in that instance to make me get like extremely awkward. Like I hugged him, which was like an involuntary movement. I don't really hug people unless I'm like drinking or you're my son. I believe like this personal space thing for me is huge, especially like when I first meet people. Um, so I felt like that was like, I looked at that and was like, oh shit. And then the second thing I noticed was like, when we were talking and I was like trying to like really catch up with him really quickly, but be out, I told him something that was like very emotional. Like it had an emotional uh, feeling with me. Um, so then my eyes started to water up and I started to grab my ear because I realized that I was talking about something that, you know, was emotionally affecting me. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, you know him, like, do you know him like this to even tell him this? So I like jumped out of my skin and it was like, okay, it's time to go, time to go. <laughs> and I know it was all ego. Um, and I knew that also it was like myself just trying to protect me from the possibility of what could happen. And so I missed this opportunity to have a great time with the person that I, I actually enjoy. And I was like, fuck, like why? And I mean, granted, I didn't even think about why I missed this opportunity until I was sitting talking to my friend about what happened. And she was like, but so I don't understand what's happening here. You wanted to see him. Why did you rush out so quickly? You don't live far from that coffee shop. And she was right. I don't. And I mean, and he texted me and was like, you know, I, you know, I could have taken you home. And I was like, yeah. And everyone, whenever I tell this story, they're like, well, did you not want him to know where you lived? And I was like, you know, like, it is not even that I 
care that he knows where I live. Like, that doesn't bother me. And they were like, so what's the problem? And I was like, legit, I missed an opportunity. And I missed an opportunity out of fear. Like, I am, I was fearful that this might go well, or this is, you know, like I might start liking him or, you know, which clearly I already have started some type of like for him. Um, and I just don't, I was like, why, 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 why did I, (laughs) why did I miss this opportunity? And so number one, I feel like I missed the opportunity because of fear, like fearful that this might be a good time and I may want more. Um, also I was just like, like fearful that I might overshare and share to the point where then he no longer thinks that I'm cool and that I'm a nice person or, you know, he may feel like, uh, this girl doesn't have her shit together, you know, like kind of scared to show who I am right now in this place that I'm in. And, you know, I don't know what for, like, there's beauty in every stage of life, in my in my opinion. I also feel like I am who I am, and this is what makes me so awesome and dope. Um, so why wouldn't I share that with someone? And if I felt like being very open and honest with him, who knows what he would have wanted to share with me and where we could have connected in this place. So, yeah, I'm kind of mad I missed that. And so... Of course, me being the person that I am, I will backtrack and try to fix things if I can. So I was like, ooh, let's do it again. Like, we have to reschedule. Like, I will let me know your schedule. Let's try to do this again. Because I think that it was good. I think that if he thought about me and it worked the way it did, I personally believe that there's supposed to be an interaction of some sort. And maybe the interaction wasn't supposed to be that late in the day where we would have to essentially part after 30 minutes. Maybe we needed two hours or three hours. Who knows? So I'm super excited because we did reschedule and I'm not going to miss this opportunity again. Um, And so my thing to you is if you are doing the same thing, if you're hermiting in your house and not getting out, but you desire to be, you know, with someone or you desire to have someone eventually, As my friend Cece would say, you got to get out there and you got to start experiencing situations. And as my great friend Anita says as well, you have to get out there. You have to have experiences. And what we think in our head of what we feel is supposed to be a relationship, um, that's not real. You have to actually get out there and see who you're attracting, see what's happening, and experience things with people because that's who you learn from. So do not miss your opportunity to learn. Because I feel like, honestly, if this is just um, a situation between us where we just probably are going to be friends forever, um, that is great. And I will learn a lot from him. If this is just one magical day of just great things happening, then I will have learned something and experienced one magical day. If this is a day of shit and, you know, things don't go well, which I doubt it, then I will have experienced it and know that that is something that no longer serves me. But if I don't allow anything to happen, 
nothing will happen and I will still be in the same place I was. Um, so don't allow this to happen to you. Like seize your opportunity. Um, yeah. So seize your opportunity is what I'm trying to tell you. Don't have missed opportunities. Like get out there and date if this is what you are trying to do right now. And it's healthy for you, of course. Um, so this is my podcast for today. As per usual, you can always follow me on Instagram at single parent in the city, or you can listen to this beautiful podcast on, um, Spotify and on iTunes. And there's a whole bunch more, but I can't remember them right now. And also I'm sure you can hear this lawnmower outside. Um, yeah. So until next week's episode, have a great day. (laughs) 